America. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Alex Price. The headlines. At least one person is believed to have been killed in an oil tanker explosion off Lama. Police receive a second complaint about illegal structures at the Justice Secretary's home. And the local Catholics say that retired Colonel John Tong is the right person to lead the diocese following the death of Bishop Michael Yeo. A fire on an oil tanker off Lama has left one person dead, with 21 people rescued after apparently jumping into the sea. It's believed that other people are still awaiting rescue. Reports say explosions were heard on the vessel, which is south of Lama. Large amounts of smoke have been seen billowing from the tanker. Police and firefighters say they received reports of the incident around 11am and emergency crews are at the scene. And we'll have more updates on that story in our hourly bulletins. The Labour Party have reported the Secretary for Justice, Theresa Chain, to the police for a second time over illegal structures at her Toon Moon house. Party members are accusing her of lying when she applied for a mortgage. They said, according to the Department of Justice's statement last month on the decision not to prosecute Ms Cheng, it was evident that she was well aware of the unauthorised basement before she moved in in 2008. Labour Party Chairman Stephen Kwok submitted the statement as part of their new evidence to the police. He accused Ms Cheng of false representation when she took out loans with the Standard Chartered Bank, as the mortgage deeds had not included any basement. The DOJ's decision is about an authorised structure, about building ordinance. But nowadays we want to, the police to go ahead is about the use of false document of misrepresentation to the bank. This is a separate issue because the statement uh, indicates that there is another evidence that proved the basement was an authorised structure before the Chief Justice by uh, the House. It should be convincing and the police should post its uh, investigation. Catholic churchgoers say retired Cardinal John Tong is the right person to lead the local diocese following the death of Bishop Michael Yeung on Thursday. It was announced last night that the Vatican had directly assigned Cardinal Tong as the church's apostolic administrator, an unprecedented move for Hong Kong. Former Home Affairs Secretary David Lan was among those supporting the appointment. Everyone in Hong Kong, irrespective of whether you are a Catholic, Christian, Buddhist, or whatever religion, we all respect him. He is, to me, a very, very suitable person to hold this position at any time when Hong Kong is in need. His heart is totally for Hong Kong. So... There is no need for anyone. The church can just close their eye and say, look, we are in need of help. Let's get the best person and do it. He knows about Hong Kong and then he also knows about the relationship with China. I think he's the best uh, suitable candidate. It's not sudden to us. We expected this. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, says it's too early to say if the Fanling Golf Course will be redeveloped for housing, as has been recommended by a government-appointed task force. Mrs Lam said the government is waiting for a study on private recreational land before making any decision. The Home Affairs Bureau has spent six months consulting sports associations and other stakeholders about land leased to private clubs and will submit a report to Exco. Speaking before the weekly Exco meeting, Mrs Lam said people shouldn't focus only on the Fanling site.
The Home Affairs Bureau has not even submitted a report to me, so it would be unfair for myself or the Secretary for Development to jump into a conclusion on the whole subject of private recreational leases. And I, I really hope to steer people away from just focusing on one lease, that is the Fanling Golf Course. The private recreational leases study concerns all the private recreational leases, and at this moment, I'm not sure how they are going to approach the subject, but it would be only fair to tackle the subject in its entirety rather than dealing with one particular site. And district councillors are urging the government to give more information about plans to redevelop the Hong Kong Stadium into a public sports ground. Wan Chai District Councillor Clarice Young says they're worried the plan is aimed at replacing the Wan Chai sports ground, which they fear will eventually be demolished. The redevelopment plan comes in response to a $30 billion sports park that will be built at the former Kai Tak Airport, which will have a main stadium with a larger capacity than the current Hong Kong Stadium. Ms Young was commenting ahead of a Wan Chai District Council meeting this afternoon. The government didn't provide enough uh, information for us to consider about the uh, reconstruction of the Hong Kong Stadium. For example, uh, like the, uh, they are built for the schools uh, to have the competitions uh, between the schools, but uh, uh, it's hardly see that which schools and uh, they have been consulted. And only the, the sports association have, has been consulted and uh, stated in their uh, document. The MTR Corporation has handed information to police and the government over the latest round of testing done on the Hung Hom station platform, which showed three more steel reinforcement bars that haven't been properly screwed in. One was not even connected, with a gap between the bar and the coupler. In a statement, the MTRC said it was highly concerned about the quality of its works for projects and reserved the right to take legal action against its main contractor, Leighton. So far, 17 of 49 bars tested have not met construction standards. Turning overseas and the North Korean leader Kim Jong-un is visiting Beijing for talks with President Xi Jinping. It'll be his fourth meeting with Mr Xi. Two of his earlier visits, both of them last year, came shortly before historic summits. Here's the BBC's Laura Bicker in Seoul. It's Kim Jong-un's birthday and he's spending it in the Chinese capital Beijing. He travelled there on a special green and yellow bulletproof train. China is North Korea's key diplomatic ally and main source of trade and aid. Mr Kim visited the country three times last year to pay his respects to President Xi after not meeting him for more than six years after his rise to power. Two of the trips were ahead of the historic summits with the South Korean leader Moon Jae-in and President Donald Trump and were seen by some as a chance to coordinate strategy. This three-day visit will fuel speculation that a second US-North Korean summit will take place soon. President Trump said earlier this week that a location would be announced in the not-too-distant future. Carlos Gosen, the former chairman of the Japanese car manufacturer Nissan, has appeared in public for the first time since his arrest in November on suspicion of financial misconduct. He is attending a hearing at the Tokyo District Court. More from the BBC's Rupert Wingfield-Hayes. Mr. Ghosn came in wearing a dark suit without a tie on. He had his, uh, he was handcuffed around the waist. Uh, he then went on to make a very robust statement in which he uh, categorically denied the allegations against him. He said he had been wrongly accused on meritless and unsubstantiated allegations. And he said he had not received any compensation from Nissan Motor Corporation that was not disclosed. So a very direct rebuttal of 
the allegations and the legal accusations that have been made against him by the prosecutors here. Two leaders of Italy's populist coalition government have expressed support for France's Yellow Vest movement, saying a new Europe is being born. Luigi de Miao said he recognised the same spirit that animated his five-star movement, while Matteo Salvini of the far-right league also praised the protesters. I give all possible support to those French who, in a well-behaved and respectful way, are telling their president, who does not think in the interests of the French people, that the sooner he returns home, the better. But any episode of violence is to be condemned unconditionally. An 18-year-old Saudi woman seeking asylum has left the hotel in Bangkok where she took refuge after being given a temporary entry permit. Rahaf Mohammed Al-Kanun left the airport with officials from the UN High Commissioner for Refugees and from the Thai government. She had flown to Thailand from Kuwait... Sorry, sorry. She flew to Thailand from Kuwait on Saturday, saying she'd be killed if she returned to her family. Giuseppe Di Vicentis represents the UN body. We have strongly advocated with the Thai government and we have received reassurances that pending the completion of the assessment and any decision, she would not be sent back because that would be a case of reformant and where her uh, personal freedom could be put at risk. The American actor Kevin Spacey has appeared in a court in Massachusetts where he's facing allegations of sexually assaulting a teenager on the resort island of Nantucket in 2016. His lawyers entered a not guilty plea on his behalf. The BBC's Nick Bryant was in court. During the short hearing, the Oscar-winning actor shared a joke with his lawyer but did not address the court. He's pleading not guilty. In the summer of 2016, he's alleged to have sexually assaulted an 18-year-old waiter. During a late-night drinking session at a bar, he's accused of unzipping the man's trousers and groping his groin for about three minutes. The waiter, who hasn't been named, actually filmed some of the encounter on his phone and sent video snippets to his girlfriend. But Kevin Spacey claims that at no stage was he asked to stop. He's already been condemned in the court of global opinion, but now a legal process is underway. The governor of the US state of Tennessee has granted clemency to a woman who was sentenced to life in prison for murder when she was just 16. Cynthia Brown says she was forced into prostitution and feared for her life when she shot a man in Nashville in 2004. She will now be freed on parole in August. Scientists think they may have discovered why thousands of penguins who get stranded on South American coasts are predominantly female. Researchers tracked a small number of male and female penguins from breeding grounds in Patagonia and found the females generally travelled further afield in search of food, while the males tended to keep to waters off the Argentinian coast. Financial news now and in currencies. The US dollar is trading at 108.93 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar 14 cents and the pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 99 cents. And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 25,918. 67 points up on the previous close with turnover at $43 billion. And now with a look at the latest sports news, here's Adam Germ. The English Premier League leaders Liverpool have been knocked out of the FA Cup. Nine changes were made to the side who lost 2-1 at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Ruben Neves scored the winner in the second half for the home side. The former Chelsea striker Chris Sutton says the right team won. 
Great night, and it's hi-ho Wolverhampton, and they deserve to go through. You've got to talk about the save from John Ruddy. Fingertip save at 2-1, and that saw them through. Neves, brilliant strike, but pulsating game. But the best team won tonight. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They defended doggedly. Wolves looked a threat on the counter, and they're in the hat for the next round, deservedly so. Attention turns to the English League Cup tonight. Tottenham hosts Chelsea in the semi-final with the first leg taking place at Wembley Stadium. Spurs, who are currently third in the Premier League, didn't buy any players in the last transfer window. Their manager Maurizio Pochettino says the club needs to change its approach if it's to compete for trophies. If we, after we want to win titles, we need to operate in a different way. At the moment, we operate in the same way that we operate five years ago when we arrived. Day four of the AFC Asian Cup has Iraq up against Vietnam. That's followed by Saudi Arabia versus North Korea. The tournament is taking place in the United Arab Emirates. Iraq last won this competition in 2007 and finished fourth in the last edition four years ago. Iraq coach Sereko Katanich says they need to move on from their previous success. I know that we have good players, good history, but history all the time. I heard, yeah, Iraqi, we, they won 2007. I said also today, congratulations to that generation. There is no any player who played 2007. There is no any player in my team now, so it has nothing to do with, with, with this. The Milwaukee Bucks have regained top spot in the NBA after Yanis Antetokounmpo scored 30 points in their 114-102 win over the Utah Jazz. Milwaukee lead Toronto with a better winning percentage despite the Raptors having two more wins. The Houston Rockets beat the Denver Nuggets 125-113 for their 12th win in 14 games. James Harden scored 32 points for the Rockets. Clint Capella added a career-high 31. And the San Antonio Spurs beat the Detroit Pistons 119-107. It was win number 1,221 for coach Greg Popovich. He tied with former Utah coach Jerry Sloan for third on the all-time list. And as you look at sports. Thanks to Adam Jerk there. And now to end the news, a reminder of our top stories. At least one person is known to have been killed in an oil tank explosion off Lama. Police receive a second complaint about illegal structures at the Justice Secretary's home and local Catholics have a generally warm reaction to the reappointment of Cardinal John Tong as the leader of the local church. That's the news from RTHK.